Thank you for subscribing to In Good Faith. We hope we have some fun bonus content that we can share with our subscribers, sort of as a little bit of a motivation to keep us on your subscription list. And we have a very fun new show to talk about today. This is from BYU Broadcasting. Why on In Good Faith are we talking about a children's audio drama? Well, I'll tell you more about that. In studio is Brian Tanner, who's one of the producers for The Appleseed. Brian, thank you very much. Hey, it's great to be here, Steve. And he has lots of enthusiasm for this project. I do, yes. <laughs> this has been percolating for over a year, so I am happy that it is finally happening. <laughs> and it's great to make a great splash because the piece is actually called, the show is called Kaboom. Kaboom, that's <laughs> right, yeah. Add echo effects and yes. all of that. So in good faith, we talk with people from all different faiths about how they see God working in their life. Uh-huh. How does that tie in with this particular audio drama that's for kind of middle school age kids? Yeah. Uh-huh. It really does because it's part of our mission about what we do here at BYU Radio. Yeah, exactly. So what we set out to make with this show, with Kaboom, is a show that will be fun, first of all, for families to listen to. Oh, and by the way, we're going to play you the trailer in a few minutes. Yes. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. We wanted to make a show that's just fun and exciting and gives you that kind of kaboom feeling. You know, a lot of our stories are kind of grounded depictions of contemporary teens, middle schoolers, families, parents, but there's always some little twist. You know, there's a normal high school student, but there's a dragon or there's a robot <laughs> or there's time travel or something like that. But we so all wish we'd had in our lives. Yeah, a little bit of whiz bang. That's where the kaboom comes from. Uh-huh. Um, and so we set out to make these, but being BYU Broadcasting, we feel like we have kind of a, a higher mission to do more than just entertain we want to give something that is kind of nourishing and has some values or has has something more to it than just like, hey, that was fun. You know, we spend a lot of time talking with our team of writers about like, OK, this is a really fun story. But uh, what's at the core of this story? Are, are there values there? Are there not? There have been some stories that we have started to work on and we're like, I don't know that these are hitting the value place that we're looking for. So too bad. We're just going to have to leave them behind. Because it sounds like, and I've sort of watched over your shoulders a little bit as I pass by in the building, you're not trying to sort of tack on this inspiring moral or something onto an otherwise exciting tale. Yeah. You're trying to find something that really grows out of the events and the characters. Exactly. Yeah. So if anything smacks of, you know, tacked on... Okay, kids, here's the moral. You know, that that is not what we're looking for. We want it to come out of the characters and the situations. For example, the premiere episode is called Out There. And it is about a man and his daughter who get an unexpected visit from an estranged brother slash uncle <laughs> to the girl in the middle of the night pounding on the door saying, you have to come out on the ocean with me right now. I found something. I think it's a UFO. (laughs) (laughs) And the daughter especially is like, wait a minute. We haven't seen you in forever. What is going on? We learn about the relationship between these two. David is the, the father of the teenage girl, and he is what you might call a man of faith. He believes in God. He's active in his church. And 
the brother, Rowley is his name, is someone who has faith, but it's kind of a less traditional faith. He believes in things like UFOs and other things that people might call conspiracy theories. But we, we kind of use this dynamic between these two to kind of explore, like, what is faith, you know? And we see that over the course of this, that maybe David does have this faith and belief in God and, and belief in a way that you should act, but maybe he's not exactly acting the way that he should be acting if he does believe in those principles. Uh-huh. And the experience that they have out on the ocean and with this UFO chase kind of leads him to believe, you know, maybe I am not doing the best job of living my principles. And I think that there's nice messages there for the people who want to hear them. You know, those that have ears to hear <laughs> will hear them. And other people will be like, whoa, this is cool. They're on a boat. There's a spaceship, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. I really like the idea of here these two people are related, so they're going to be in each other's lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they're estranged, then there's some reason for that. Yeah. So the whole idea of two people in two different places with what they believe, uh, that really fits us at In Good Faith. And so I'm excited to see this translated into, I was going to say children, but you're looking for co-listening. We're, we're looking for families, yeah. The ideal situation for us would be parents and kids all gathering around. And we hope that the stories that we've written will be engaging to parents. Uh, you know, they won't be like, oh, here's this Here's this dumb thing my kids like to listen to. Yeah, like I'll start it and leave the room. Yeah, exactly. And uh, we like to hope that the stories are compelling and that there's some kind of, even at their silliest, that there's something that really rings true. I'll give another example. Our fourth episode is called The Glass Cutter. And it is a story about this family of kind of spies. So this family, they go around pulling these heists For good, they're trying to uh, recover items that have been stolen. And each person on the team, each person in the family has a special skill set. And the daughter, what she does is she's really great with her hands. You know, she can crack safes. She can defuse bombs. She can cut glass very precisely. But she has a secret dream with those really precise hands is that she wants to be a surgeon, you know. And when she brings that up with her family, she thought, oh, they're going to be thrilled because being a surgeon is this noble thing to do. You know, you can go and save lives, (laughs) you know, helps humanity. But instead, they saw it like this is a threat to our team and to our mission. And we believe that we're doing good in the world. And if you go off and be a surgeon, you're going to hamper the ability of the team to do that. And so it is not the reception that she is looking for. And so rather than just like putting that desire to be a surgeon to bed, she just goes off in secret and starts studying uh, to be a surgeon, <laughs> taking taking courses on the side when nobody's watching and reading textbooks and, and things. And as I was writing it, I was originally thinking like, oh, this will just be kind of a silly, you know, heist kind of Incredibles style thing that'll be a lot of fun to listen to. But I found that I could relate so much to th- that daughter character of feeling like, I have something in my own life that's really precious to me and really special, but I don't know how the other people around would respond to it if if they knew about it. And so maybe I better keep it to myself. And I think that that's something that a lot of our listeners will be able to relate to. But also, 
the times when I've been able to be forthright about that and and with the people I love be able to say, this is actually who I am. This is actually what I want. This is actually what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get a very open reception. It's such a wonderful experience. It makes me feel feel so loved and so much more connected and like walls have come down between us. And and so I hope when people listen to that, they think like, yeah, heists, fun, you know, <laughs> <laughs> repelling down with the red lasers kind of kind of deal, you know, which is fun. Like we all do. Exactly. Yeah. But I hope that they recognize like strip all that stuff away and there's still a recognizable human thing underneath this. And, and I love the levels. First, there's the distance of saying, I am listening to these characters who are actually doing something I hopefully will never be involved in in my life. Yeah. But it's kind of fun to peek in. Yeah. And I get to listen to their conversations about this as she reveals this to them. I'm guessing this happens yeah. in, mm-hmm. in the episode. But then there's the other level, if we choose to, to talk about what we might talk about just as any family, like anything from actually... As much as we love this dairy farm, I also have other plans. Or as much as I like glass cutting, yeah. just this situation. Yeah. Uh, so I love the multi-levels, and it can be a conversation you listen to and sort of glean from. But also you might choose to have with your own family. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, stories are such a good way to teach. And they don't have to have these built-in morals necessarily. And actually, I recently have been reading a lot of the New Testament and reading a lot of parables. And that was the way that Jesus chose to teach people a lot of of the time. Instead of just saying, like, here are the principles. Let me run through a bullet list of all the things that you should do. He would, he, people would ask him a question like, what lack I yet? What do I still need to do? And instead of saying, like, here's the solution to your problem, he's like, here's a story. You know, let me tell you about a man who fell in with thieves and he needed someone to help him, and these people passed them by, but then the third person helped him. Who is the neighbor? Let me tell you about seeds that fell in different types of ground. Let me tell you about a coin that was lost. And if you look at those, if you were to just pluck that story out and just read it by itself, you know, you you could either pull something out of it or not. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the way that Jesus taught. He was like, if you have ears to hear, then you will hear the message in this story. And that's always what we're thinking about when we're writing these stories. We we write fun things that have dragons in them, but we always ask the question, what if this story didn't have a dragon in it? What would it be allow, about? Would it still be about something? Mm. You know, it, And if the answer is no, it's only about a dragon, then that's not a story that we're interested in. But if it's a story, it's like, even if you take this out, then it's still about a... a a mother-daughter relationship, it's still about friendship, it's still about sacrifice, it's still about selfless service, then that's a good story. That's a story we want to tell. It's really interesting to me the power of a story. Sometimes we say, I think it was Mark Twain who said, the difference between real life and fiction is fiction has to make sense. Mm -hmm. Real life doesn't. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And we're left scratching our heads. But part of the thing that makes sense in fiction to me is how we get truth and true principles out of a, if it's a well-crafted story. So this gal wants to be a surgeon, and that does not fit with her family's plan or the family business, but there are any number of parallels and disagreements that 
this could lead to conversations about in any family. Yeah, exactly. And we hope that that's what happens when mm-hmm. people listen to this, is that they start up a conversation, um, maybe not even necessarily about the story, but ab- about their own families. And have you ever felt that way? Have you been in a situation like this? You know. Yeah, and parents to say, I actually have a story about that when I was eight. Yeah. Or, or whatever it might be. Exactly. Okay, we'll talk more. But can we hear the kaboom and the action let's in roll, the trailer? Yeah, let's roll the trailer. It's happening. It's happening! It's time for Kaboom! Original audio dramas full of adventure. What on earth is that? What on earth does it look like? Wonder. I've never seen anything like it in my life. And sometimes even... A dragon? Our own robot! A zombie? A show made for the whole family to enjoy together. We're not the typical family. That will get you saying, How about that? I do believe I just saw a miracle. You're kind of weird, you know that. You can do anything. So buckle up. Jump in and don't let go. And get ready. If I die, I'm going to be so mad. Because this place is about to go. This is my favorite part. Kaboom. Kaboom Season 1 is available now. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I'm exhausted just hearing it, <laughs> but I can tell it's going to be a lot of fun. That's just, it, you know, I know we're getting like these intense moments from lots of episodes. So people can already subscribe. It's available. You can yes. go online. And what do you do? Do you just write in Kaboom? Do you need an exclamation point? Or? No, just. K-A-B-O-O-M. Just no exclamation point, whatever. Just look for us. So the way that Kaboom works is each one is a self-contained story rather than an ongoing thing. So over the course of 15 to 20 minutes, you'll meet some new characters, be in a new situation, new conflicts for people to work through, and then it will all be over in 15 minutes. (laughs) You'll get a complete story. And we're hoping that that is the, the amount of time you know, we're hoping that that will fit into people's lives well, you know, commuting to piano lessons or, you know, at bedtime oh, yeah, or something. perfect time. Yeah. For me, it's always, while I wash the dishes, uh-huh. this will be about the right time for that. They're so fun to make, too. We have full casts of actors. We bring them into the studio. Our post-production team spends months on sound effects and music, and they're a lot of fun. I think you guys are going to like them. (laughs) So do subscribe to Kaboom. 